Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I'm CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. It's a full house. Mm. I, I did. I did indeed return from my vision quest, as you guys were so accurately named it. My spirit animal is a sloth. Ah, I thought you were the lizard. No, no. My spirit guide uh, was Ryan Reynolds, who mm, showed good. me the way of the sloth. Although when I came to, it wasn't Ryan Reynolds, it was just the homeless guy that lives down the street. But it was still... Still very I, informative. I, I, still tracks for for me. I don't, I don't see any reason that would take away the results. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, May well, the sloth be upon both of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, since you're back, it is now time to talk about the, the world of movies. Uh, it is a little segment that we call Screen to Screen. Well, uh, our first story is thanks to Amazon. It is now slightly less annoying to watch uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, if you're familiar with this, uh, if the only way to watch Star Trek Discovery is to get CBS All Access, which is about uh, six dollars a month. Uh, but if you're an Amazon Prime customer, you're kind of used to just going to one app and dealing with all your content there. Uh, well, you can now get CBS on Amazon's Prime subscription service with TV. However, it is part of a you guessed it six dollar a month package. So it's the same cost, but you don't have to go to a different app. It, it's it's all in one location. That's why it's only slightly less annoying to watch Star Trek Discovery. But even with that, yeah. My question is one question, possibly two parts. <laughs> I'm already an Amazon Prime member. I pay every year for it, and I already have access to Amazon Video because of that. Yes. Does that include this? No, because what you're really getting is the Amazon... So, so, but, but, but second part of the question. Sure, sure. Second part of the question. Yes. What the fuck, man? That's dumb. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't, a, that wasn't a question. They're doing Hulu. They're doing what Hulu's doing. They're doing what YouTube is doing. They're doing what Sling TV is doing, and now they're doing their own little a la carte TV thing, and that is including CBS. This makes no sense to me. Yep. The sloth is not with them. <laughs> so listen, again, it, it's the same cost, but it's now just in one place. Because I don't know if you ever use the CBS All Access app. It, it's garbage. And the Amazon Prime app on Apple TV and on my Android TV is awesome. So I'd rather use that to watch it. But I'm, I like it, it's still the same thing. I'm still stuck behind uh, another subscription service i had to get to watch just one show and i don't really want to watch that show that show's not worth the six dollars to me i have not had the same experience with apple tv and prime video okay what, what's your experience been like it's it's been shitty like it, even the stuff that are like amazon originals it's telling me i like i can't watch it there's no it, it just doesn't work right is my problem it doesn't work the way it should. It doesn't work like Netflix. So I like it not at all. I mean, even Hulu is slightly easier to navigate slightly and better. Is, Hulu is slightly is not the right word because Hulu is very easy to navigate. It's not as nice as Netflix, but it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't watch a ton of stuff through my Amazon video. I re- Let's face it. I pay for Prime so I can get two-day shipping. Right. Um, But... I mean, when I have, it, it's not the easiest. Like, God forbid I'm searching for a particular show. It's really tough to try and find. Netflix and Hulu are both easier to use than, like, HBO Now even, right? And that and HBO Now is a nice app, but it doesn't have, like, a, a, a continuous sort of... If you're trying to binge something, it won't just launch the next episode, which is yeah. stupid. Yeah, that's a, like, that's a must-have yeah, so I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying what I'm saying is Hulu and Netflix both better than HBO Now, which is the best of all of the HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, Stars, Encore, all those. But Amazon is not as nice as HBO Now, which really puts it sort of like, and I understand that, like on my PC, it has that auto continue feature, but I I just can't get it to work on two Apple TVs. I can't. I don't like. I don't get it. But here's the question, though, at the end of this, because it's the same cost as Amazon Prime, does, I mean, as CBS All Access, does that help you at all? Like, does the fact that it's all at least under one roof make it still desirable to pay that money just to see this show? Like, is that still grabbing you at all? Star- I have a second question. Star Trek what? Disco- okay. Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. No, is anybody watching that show? 
enough to green light a second season. Yeah. That was, this is the one that just started, right? That Correct. was, that was only on CBS all access or whatever. Correct. No false pass. Pass. Doesn't your Apple TV, um, app put all that stuff under one umbrella anyway? No, because uh, it doesn't include those two. Those that's, two. That's correct. Writers. So everything, everything that can go into the um, TV app does, but not every app participates in that. So, like anything that I own, be it movies or TV, like I own all of Doctor Who, like all of it. So mm-hmm. it's easy to binge watch that just by hitting the TV button on the remote or just by going to the recently viewed in, in the, the TV app. Cause the next episode's always up next. It's easy, right? Plus anything you recently viewed movie wise and whatnot, but like Netflix doesn't go in there, which uh, is, which okay. is a pain in the balls, right? I'm assuming yeah. prime video. If I could ever get a video to launch on prime video, I'm assuming that also would not go in there, but it'd be nice if it did. It's just one of those like, you know, first world problem, minor inconvenience things that you have to, Oh, right, I've right, got to right. exit out of this and launch a different app. Uh, it's dumb, but whatever. It, it comes, it comes down to this though. Every way that CBS tries to make nerds like us find value in paying some money to watch this show are like, nah, no thanks. Like there, there's like nothing they can do that would make me want to pay money for the show. Ah, uh. I'm sure there's something. Everybody's got their price, CJ. I'm sure there's something they can do. You had to do some really big stunt casting to, to get me on board. Stunt casting? Like, like what, Jim Carrey on Star Trek Discovery? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't think I would watch that right now with the way Jim Carrey's been. Uh, he, he, you know, he's been acting like a fucking alien is what he is. He'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just put him in just a little bit of makeup, not a whole lot, just yeah. a little bit. But he, he not like, a ton. Don't I'm, don't do don't go full Grinch. Just like like some little. Still keeping the beard. Put the beard oh, in. Yeah, yeah. Gotta nope. do that. Probably not gonna do it. Joshua Burns. What? I know you to be a big fan of the FX uh, original show Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I sure am. Huge. Fan. And I and I know that we've talked about that. There is a possible spinoff of the MC Mayans, right? That was that was we discussed that like a year or a year plus. ago. It's yeah. been it's been what's going on with it. Well, guess what, buddy? It's been officially picked up by FX. Really? So it has officially begun that this is going to be on the air. It takes place after all the stuff with Jax. So it's it's after the events of Sons of Anarchy. Uh, and it is set to debut sometime in 2018. But we're getting it this year. It's coming to FX. I mean, I like Sons of Anarchy. I don't know that I like a show that takes place after those events, but I'll watch first couple episodes. And Brian, was this a show you ever, is this on the list at all? Is this, where does this show kind of sit within your, your pantheon of shows? It's on the list. (laughs) (laughs) With everything else. All right, got I got stuff to do. I'm sorry, guys. I don't have to. I don't have time. We I talked last week about how we, you've got to add stuff to your. To your th- did Did you get through all of Doctor Who at least? Are Are you caught up at all? No. Why would I get caught up on Doctor Who when I hate Capaldi so much? <sighs> Hurts my heart to hear you say. I will. I will push through it, but it's low on the list. All right. I don't like Capaldi, like at all. It <laughs> hurts my heart. Well, Brian, it's I know terrible. something that you do like. And uh, we'll see about that, CJ. Okay, and there is another reboot coming of a beloved animated franchise. Mm -hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is getting a reboot. The fourth reboot, you mean? Yeah, but this is like an actual anim. They're they're kind of doing this in the same feel of of Ducktales. As a matter of fact. Ben, thank you. Ben Schwartz is also is actually going to be uh, voicing uh, Leonardo in this uh, this reboot. Who's Ben Schwartz again? Ben Schwartz is Ben Ralphio, John Ralphio. I mean, from uh, John, oh, John Ralphio. That's he, fantastic. Good for him. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch the last two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboots. I love the turtles. Don't get me wrong. Love them. I love the '80s cartoon. I love the movies. I even enjoyed the brand new movies that came out. 
just have not been uh, impressing me with the show, so well, we I got haven't watched it. Omar, Omar Miller, which you may know from Baller, uh, from Ballers or The West Wing, uh, he is going to be voicing Raphael. The who? who? Omar Miller. He's from from Ballers. Uh, okay, so show I don't watch. Okay, what else is he from? He was he's in a bunch of other things, but he was also you know he's in an episode of The West Wing. Which you, okay, so so a show hey, I also have not watched. Open up the link real quick, and you can see these people's faces because I'm terrible with names. He's a big giant I, I, man, I just, Omar Miller. He's a big giant man, very big giant man. Is he cool but rude? The, that's the thing. That's my problem with him playing Raphael. Is that that he has never he doesn't have a mean bone in his body. Right. That's very oh, true. so is he so he's not rude. No, not my Raphael. Right. Just just uh, just an open bar of paps, man. You know, not my Raphael. Hashtag not right, my Raphael. Here's the weird thing, though. When they were giving the description to the characters, they were talking about Leonardo, and there was one word missing from his description, and that was the word leader. It looks at the leader this time is falling to Donatello. Nope. 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 No. 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 He no. can't. He can't be the 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 science genius and also the leader. No, but they're uh, this does not work. No, each turtle has their role. You know, you know what's going to happen is Donatello is <laughs> going to lead him down a bad path in episode three, and and um, and Leonardo's going to have to take over. You it's know gonna, what I mean? It's like take it all over. Again. There's no way Leonardo isn't the leader. Although casting Ben Schwartz absolutely throws throws some doubt on his ability to be a leader. I don't like. I don't imagine that dude saying anything influential ever, like without singing it in falsetto. <laughs> We're going to get pizza. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just, it's not, this isn't, this already is not serious for me. And I mean, Josh, uh, I think it's Brenner from uh, Silicon Valley. He was, bought a Lexus. <laughs> he was, uh, I, uh, what is it? Mickhead? What? That, that, what's his name? The The guy from Silicon Valley who... Like Mickhead wasn't in wasn't in Silicon Valley. No, what the fuck did they call him? Big Head. It's Big Head. My bad. Yes, Josh and Brenner is Big wait, Head wait, wait, from Silicon on. Valley. We gotta rewind. We gotta rewind. Yes, Big Head from says Silicon in Valley. In the article, in the article that you so eloquently yelled at me to look up uh, is uh, saying that yes, Leonardo is not oh. the leader, but it will be Raphael. Ooh, I apologize. I yeah, still that, know. that that makes more still sense know. to me. That, that doesn't no, make more sense, know. but it's still wrong. Still, still wrong. Uh, I, but also, I'd wrong be okay. Is, I'd be okay in a situation where Raphael got his shot. I really would. I really, really he's, would. He's yeah, not going to throw listen, away that listen, shot listen when this. when he wasn't went like a sh- a, a show where he's not portrayed as a, 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 like an overreacting, immature, impetuous. You know, like just impetuous, petulant child. That's. I just don't. But he's want, not a whiny. Right. Well, but he's but he Raphael Raphael doesn't often go to whiny, right? But he like he throws tantrums. Like I'd like to see, and in in that context, I, I'm okay with the guy they cast because I'd rather okay. actually like I'd like to see him as Leonardo in the leader type scenario. I I'd give I you know Omar Miller give me Leonardo, but if Raph is going to be the leader. He already has like a big giant presence and you got to think that's going to come out in his voice. And, I, and I'm okay with that, uh, especially if we're going to make Raph the leader. Now, Brian, you were going to say something and, and I have a huge you. problem with how they're describing each of the turtles. Okay. So what is, what is, what is the a problem? huge freaking problem? Leonardo is described as the self-professed coolest brother and possesses irrelevant, irreverent, sorry, charm and a rebel heart. That That's, that's not, that's, him. that's not Leonardo. That sounds more like Michelangelo. Yeah. Um, so Raphael maybe they just is, copied and pasted their description. <laughs> I don't know. It's very possible. Much like in the old eighties cartoons, sometimes the wrong bandana was colored, the wrong color. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Raphael is described as the leader, and his enthusiasm and bravado puts him in front and center for the most of their bizarre adventures. That's Leonardo. Uh, Michelangelo is an artist, awesome skateboarder with a wild, colorful, and imaginative personality. I guess that you can kind of use that to describe Michelangelo. And Donatello's poor Donatello never changes. Unflappable, mechanical genius, tech wizard whose ninja skills are only sec- are second only to his coding. Okay, April O'Neil is a street savvy native New Yorker who is always ready to join on the fun. So she's like the, the lady who works the subway train in Ghostbusters. <laughs> is who's going to be April O'Neil? 
Uh, the girl from Vampire Diaries, Cat Graham. A lady of the night is what you're a saying. A lady of the night, yes. Cat <laughs> uh, Graham. I can. I'm not okay with this. No, no, uh, no. no. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't. I can't. No, not April <sighs> O'Neil. I am not. I, I now let me let me get this make this very clear. I am okay with the casting. I am not okay with the direction that the show is apparently going to take. Yes, that is a very, very important distinction to make. I am fine with the casting. Right. I think they're all capable of being turtles. The direction. Just not, just not this direction. No. Right. No. No. Raphael is always the cool but rude one. He's got to be cool but rude. That's the way he is. He's got to be the hothead. He's got to have a temper. And you can't put that guy as much as I love you, Josh. You can't put that kind of guy in in charge of the turtles. That's the whole point. That's what makes them work is because Raphael's the hothead. He's always the one who wants to go in, stab first, ask questions later. And Leonardo's the guy who's got to reel him back in and say, this is how we do things. Would it be interesting if we rewrote that a little bit? Reboot turtles? Like Re- this- rewrote it. Just Just saying... You know what? This time, Leo's going to be the hothead. I don't like that, though. Except he's not like, look at the look at the asshole they cast to play Leonardo. Like, does that like in any way speak leader to you? I just think he's going to be out trying to fornicate. So <laughs> like Probably I, I was just, April O'Neil, which, again, is always creepy that that's a thing that the turtles like always uh, have I, over I'm, their heads. Wh- where I'm at with it is. If Raph is going to be the leader, then I think they cast the right guy to voice him. So if that's the case, then okay. Like I'm 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 on board thus far. Um I don't So what you're you're saying is you're okay with them taking the risk, right? Of shaking things up just a little bit with, with not, the not, no, right, no, 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 no. That's shot. no no no. That's not a little no? bit, CJ. No. No, no. Th- this is a page one rewrite. Oh, oh, you're you're just talking. Throw this is a cannon. Let's, but I, that's what they're doing. That's what they're they doing. Said, hey, it's this. Hey, you see this page thing? one rewrite? They are totally they, changing the they turtles' said, hey, personality. You see, you see this thing that worked for the past thirty years. Let's break it. Let's do something different. No, it makes me okay. okay. So anyway, tell me how you, I'm not so okay with this. I'm sensing a split decision. I, I'm seeing no, that you're you're sensing extreme. Josh, hate for Josh this is idea. Josh is on board for this. Brian is is saying hell no, and 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 I'm just sitting here going I, I just don't want to be the the tiebreaker I don't want to be that guy. Why why what wait what why don't what well, who are you Switzerland you don't get to abstain. <laughs> I I think this is a good idea I like this and there I think we go. the casting is good I think the casting is good I agree with your first initial theory Josh that Raphael's in charge for like three episodes and then Don tells like give me that. And this is this may you just mean be Leonardo. Yes, fine. You want to stop mixing up the turtles, man? I'm sorry. This is something very near and dear to me. <laughs> I kind of agree with your initial theory, Josh. Is that uh, Raphael will be in charge for about three episodes, then Leonardo will be like, you know what? Give me that. And then he's except, in charge. Except when you look at who they cast, that it almost makes it an impossibility. <laughs> I, I, I understand. Ben Schwartz is not leading anybody. I don't see anybody. I don't see any mention of Splinter in here. And that's okay for right now, right? Because right no, now it's you want not to announce, okay. No, right now, you want to announce the 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 four main characters. Splinter. No, there's five main characters, and Splinter is one of them. April O'Neil is not a main character. She's an ancillary I, feature. I know. That's why I said you want to name the four, and that's the turtles. You want to name the turtles. That right now, just the first announcement, just like with Titans, we want this to come out bit by bit because we got some time. Who's Michelangelo? Uh oh, the guy from. The uh, guy from Silicon Valley. No, no, no. Oh, Michelangelo. No, oh, no, no, no. The, I'm sorry. Brandon Michael Smith from You're the Worst. What? The show's going to be the worst. I will watch the live action version of Turtles with the female Ninja Turtle over this at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. So and Brian's that calling bad. Brian's calling blasphemy on this. He's calling complete lack of canon. It is a complete lack. No, it's a total lack of canon. You got to forget canon. No, no, that's okay. And uh, right. And Josh is okay with that and saying, look, this is good. This is what we need. And I'm saying, I'm willing to give it a shot. Oh, wait. You're putting words in my mouth. I never said this is what we need. Okay. Uh, Well, this is okay. This is good. Is that uh, what we're getting? Also, not okay and not necessarily good. What I'm saying is, if you're going to redo the Turtles, a page one rewrite is the only way to do it. Okay. However, comma, 
if these fucks start in one direction and then go back to the way it used to be, I, I'm out. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a page one rewrite, then re if Raph is gonna be the leader, then let him lead. Don't you take that away from him, CJ. Josh, when you look at the studio that's doing this, which is Nickelodeon, you're absolutely right. They're going to stay with and take. No, they're not. They're going to change this right away once they realize people are angry. No. It's not going to stay. Okay. So that's obviously. Can we, you know what, though? I have happy news. Something good that we can talk about. Something that will bring a smile to some faces. Animaniacs is officially coming back to Hulu for two seasons. It's been greenlit for two seasons. You can actually now watch all 99 episodes of the original series on Hulu, but or uh, at we, my house <laughs> or at your house on your wonderful DVD collection or your blockbuster, if you want to rent it. Uh, but it is now uh, kicking off. It's going to be kicking off in 2020 though. So it's, it's got some time. Well, yeah. It, ta- it takes time. To it takes a lot of time. To animate I don't know if stuff. you know, but all it original, takes a while. all original, Not every show could be South park. Okay. Right. All original cast. No one's, no one's tampering with this. Uh, and this streaming deal, if I uh, read this collection, if I read this correctly, I mean, does also include uh, some of the Pinky and the Brain episodes uh, and, and Tiny Toon Adventures are also coming to, to Hulu. Uh, no idea if Pinky and the Brain or anything is going to make any kind of a... Well, Animaniacs was a show of shorts a variety, skits, yeah. which included Pinky and the Brain. Right. But I don't know if so it's yes. coming back. Yeah, well, Laura mentioned this to me earlier today. Animaniacs is coming back. And I said to her the same thing I say to anybody who says that is I never... Once watched Animaniacs. You need to. It's amazing. Well, as especially with especially as, with the fact that you're kid, older than as us. As a kid, I never watched it. Um, right. My kids have had it on, and I've I've walked you know through the living room and have heard something and chuckled the the whole uh, something about Prince and the oh, it's so good. I can recite that entire scene if you want me to. No, I I, I get it, but I I got like a like a hearty guffaw. Right, uh, was my reaction. So I get it. It's funny. I never watched it. I, I I don't know that I will now. But it seems like some. If I need a chuckle, it's something cool to throw on. So when is this? When is this uh, blessed event occur? They are saying sometime <laughs> in in twenty twenty. Oh, you can't. I have less interest. I have less interest. <laughs> Listen, it, when like essentially we're going to have we're going to have two Infinity War movies before this fucking happens. <laughs> and by the and by the time it actually airs, we'll have another podcast episode. We'll be like, hey, by the way, Animaniacs is coming back on the air. And you'll be like, and, I never really watched it. You know, I watched this one time. There was a Prince joke. We'll just be back in this loop. It'll it'll just be we'll have deja vu. Mark your that, calendars. That's the sign that we're in the Matrix. <laughs> I hope I hope I hope when that day comes, my time remnant. As, is at your house and slaps you in the fucking face. <laughs> Wait, mine or his? My time remnant slapping CJ in the face. Oh, also, Brian, okay. we're playing the circle game from now on. No, yes, we're not I, doing I this. actually, no, I, I, I did, because I, I listened to the podcast last week after I returned from my vision quest, and I heard CJ so confidently say that I would not be in for the circle game. I knew immediately because you'd be in for any the circle Any reason for me to physically harm CJ, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, I decided uh, since we were talking about so many TV shows and we don't have a cast this uh, for this week, I decided we would play a little a little game. I want to play uh, a game. It's surrounding uh, your favorite TV shows and how they got their titles. So we'll be uh, talking about some shows and asking mm. what the titles mean. See if okay. you can uh, uncover it. Let's do that. Pencils, by the way, pencils down, Brian. No Googling during the game that CJ has 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 masterfully inserted into the podcast. Keep your hands where I can see them. No fondling yourself. This all started. This whole thing started because I never really understood where the title for Black Mirror came from. And season four just premiered. It's very good. Go check it out. Uh, but I really didn't realize uh, what could it possibly be. So I would love to hear your explanation. Uh, and I want to see who gets it right. We're playing for points uh, as to what the title of Black Mirror means. Wait, wait. What the title of Black Mirror means or yeah, like how, how, how they like why? Like, why is it named Black Mirror? Yeah, I said I have an answer prepared, uh, and that answer is uh, because it doesn't make any sense. A black mirror reflects nothing. So uh, essentially in a show where everything is fucked, the title makes sense to me. But that's, All right. uh, that's my only answer. Okay, Brian? 
the black mirror represents a dark void in which we will all die a slow, painful death. Okay, so you are both wrong. Both wrong. So do me a favor, you both have your, your cell phones right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I know you get the fancy uh, iPhone 10 and it unlocks itself when it sees your face, but I want you to just have it with nothing on and just look at it for just a second. And I'll read you the answer here. <laughs> Black Mirror is a reflection on our society, uh, but nowadays we are reflecting our on our society through technology. When you stare at a phone that is turned off, you see your reflection, and that is a black mirror. Or when you stare at a phone while you're buffering your porno to come right. up, <laughs> you're stuck with the reflection of how sad you look before the porno starts. <laughs> okay, so uh, you are both you're both right now at a uh, zero zero, uh, and now I have to put yeah a bit, zero is eh. good sound in there for both of you so that is that that is that when oh, when one of us wins can you put a <laughs> the next one comes from a very popular show that josh and i have watched and brian hasn't so good luck with this awesome. and that is breaking bad where does breaking bad get its title from uh it's about essentially uh it was it was his it was his split from the norm, right? Breaking Bad was about going against everything that was conventional, normal, and essentially becoming a meth kingpin. Okay, Brian, how how I will be reacting after we're done with this stupid game? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that is both incorrect for both of you. Uh, Josh, you're very close to this. Uh, Vince Gillian, the show's creator, actually thought it was a common phrase that meant to raise hell. Apparently, it's very common down in the South, and Breaking Bad is apparently to raise hell. The example is, I was out at the bar last night. I really broke bad. Okay. Okay. This one is uh, this one I hope we, we've all have watched, so I, I'm very curious on. This is the AMC classic uh, set in the 1950s. The title is Mad Men. Where does Mad Men come from? I know the answer to that. So, Brian, I'm going to let you go first. It, isn't that what they used to call uh, why advertisers? Why? Why? I don't know why they used to call them that in the I, 50s. I know why. Well, then go ahead. Show is uh, the show. The, the advertising business was uh, largely based on uh, companies on Madison Avenue, Ad Men, Madison Avenue, Mad Men. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. All right. The next one comes from a, a very popular Netflix original show starring Anziz Ansari. It is Master of None. Where does Master of None get its name from? Brian, Shot of Redemption, you are going first. Isn't it a play on the phrase Jack of All Trades, but Master of None? Joshua Burns. Yeah, I, that was my initial impression as well. But basically, Aziz Ansari is good at nothing. He's good at he, or he's he's good at a little bit of everything, but a master good, at nothing. Good for nothing. Uh, that is that is both correct. Now, do do we want to award it to both of you or? Uh, well, I, it seems Brian getting because he went first. All right, that's fine. So it is. It is now two to one still. Josh Burns in the lead. Oh, gee, what a surprise! CJ came up with a game that skewed in Josh's favor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call Ripley. All right, the next show, the next show uh, is a show that we've talked about, a show that's very popular, but it was originally a UK series. It is House of Cards. This is pretty obvious, so the first person to say it wins. Well, it's parliamentary. It seems like if you knock out one of the cards, the entire house comes tumbling down. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, of course it was, because you're not stupid. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, Brian, this just also shows that you got to get some shows off your list, buddy. HBO's uh, critically acclaimed show that was set in Baltimore, The Wire. Uh, Brian, I'm going to let you go first because I know that Josh knows the answer to this. I would like to hear why the show is called The Wire. Maybe. Oh, no. Hang on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Mm -hmm. Um, so they would get all their tips to break up every drug ring through the cans with the wires <laughs> in between. Mm. So they'd get all their tips through, through that. motherfucking Freeman in between carving out tiny little furniture for tiny little houses. Lester would always tell you it's all about the wire. You got to get up on the wire. You need to get the phones tapped. About that is correct. It is That's based exactly on the what fact I said with the cans. That they are cans doing it off of a wiretap, hence the wire. 
I don't I don't like this game. This is got to get not... up on the wire, Brian. Brian, this one may be for you. There is a, a extremely popular show that is nearing its end on FX that is centered around the city of Philadelphia and it has a wonderful name. It's called It's Always Sunny in oh, Philadelphia. Thank God. Why is it called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? There's a reason for it, and I've heard it before, and I don't remember. So I'm going to just say, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to take your I don't know as your official answer. Sure, go for it. Okay, Burns, why is this show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Um... I, I mean, is it is it something about there was wasn't there something about it's always cloudy in L.A. Like, I don't I don't know why I feel it's a phrase of some sort that like I've heard it has before. to do with a juxtaposition to the West Coast. But I don't think it I don't think it has anything to do with, oh, the sun at, rises in the east. So it hits Philly before it hits the I, West Coast. I actually Coast. don't think it has anything to do with anything. Totally factual. does. No, no. I'm, that's my answer. Final answer. All right. Well. Okay, so Ryan <laughs> is still wrong. Uh, Josh, it. Josh, you were you were so close. You were right there, man. You were there. Uh, initially, the show was based out of Hollywood. It was about actors who were struggling to get a job. They then changed the setting a little bit of it, and it went from L.A. to Philadelphia. The show was initially called It's Always Sunny on TV, uh, based on the fact that it's always sunny in California. And when they changed it to Philadelphia, they couldn't think of a new title, so they just called it It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because they were then unoriginal bastards, and they're still unoriginal bastards who aren't funny yes. and don't deserve to be watched. That's very This true. is a show comprised of the worst people who have ever been put on camera. All right. The uh, the next show is an AMC show that I think is a little underrated, uh, which then means that nobody likes it. Uh, it is... It is the show Halt and Catch Fire. Where does the title Halt and Catch Fire come from? Wait, isn't the show about like software developers? Yes. Like if you stop moving, you're dead. That kind of thing. That's my answer. I'm done. More like stop or my mom will shoot. No, not stop or my <laughs> mom will shoot. Like if I stop, like the floor is lava. If I stop moving, I'll catch fire. Okay. No, the show's about uh, software developers, so it has to do something with that. Brian, any guesses? I just said because Silicon Valley was taken. Okay, so no. Uh, it was actually <laughs> a... <laughs> this is great. <laughs> the score right now still is 4-2 to two for, for Josh Burns. Uh, and it was a uh, fictional computer code that people thought that if you typed in the words halt and catch fire into an early computer, it would actually cause... Quote, oh, it rare, would put you in a dress and, and in a, a rare condition and forcing you would spin all around instructions and your dress would explode in the beautiful flames. Basically, it would explode the computer. But you, you just described the Hunger Games. I did, and Lenny Kravitz was amazing creating those beautiful dresses. <laughs> <laughs> halt and catch fire says stanley tucci and she did <laughs> god damn i have sucked up all the ridiculous in well the since josh birds has sucked up all the ridiculousness out of the room here i am going to award him all the points which by the way this was a bonus round worth a thousand points making his score 1004 whoa whoa whoa, whoa whoa that was ridiculous how you just changed the rules on well me. if you would have given me any goddamn answer it would have been you i don't believe you i think you would have <laughs> let josh win anyway because that's what you do all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's just toss all the silliness aside and let's take a look at the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting Mr. Brian here. It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Mr. It's Mr. Brian to you. And you need to refer to me as Slothkin Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, CJ. You are one of those uh, lucky bastards I, that I know of that is actually a pretty good artist, right? You can actually draw things. That's like the first compliment you've paid me in like the seven years we've known each other. Thank I, you. I, I, that can't be the case. <laughs> can't be the case at all. Now, I, on the other hand, uh, am, have the artistic ability of a man who was hit outside the head with a frying pan and then drowned in a lake and then resuscitated back at you know the shore. Oh, uh, wow. I, I you went am, through a lot. Are you okay? I'm okay. I lived. Did you I'm, catch the one-armed man? I, I did not. And you know what? Tommy uh, Lee Jones didn't care. I thought it was very rude. You know what? He should. 
I, so, I, I bet you if you give him an hour and a half, he'll care. That's true. Uh, so in a press release uh, the other day, Marvel announced the Create Your Own, a new platform that allows fans to create original comic strips using Marvel characters, stock backgrounds, and illusions. The tagline for this is Your Own Marvel Universe. Uh, and they have a just library full of characters in different positions and situations that allows you to create your own comics. Uh-huh. There's a few catches. Uh-huh. Uh, so first, first of the big no-nos, right? You obviously can't create any content to frighten or upset children or the parents of young children, by the way. I cannot be offended or scared by your content. Uh, you can't talk about prescription drugs, over-the-counter medication, vitamins, or dietary supplements. So do not tell me to take more vitamin B. Uh, obviously can't talk about contraceptives, uh, suggestive or revealing images, or bare midriffs, even though most of the female characters, you know, that's that's all they all they all they do. Uh, no obscenity, bad languages, uh, noises related to bodily functions, uh, no politics, no death. Uh, and you cannot uh, copy or parody any Marvel advertising creative, and uh, you have to avoid <laughs> controversial topics, including social issues, double entendres, and you are not allowed to do anything that has to do with the amusement parks that aren't Disney amusement parks. What? 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 Like, what am I making? I, I can't even kill off a character? That's half of comics. Well, I mean, no, because if Marvel wants to steal your idea, then they can't kill off their character. <laughs> is, is this a, well, no, again, you're not creating your own characters. You're using their characters. Right, but that's that's comics. my point. Like, if I make a comic starring Deadpool and I kill Deadpool sure. and Marvel wants to take that idea from me, they're not going to kill Deadpool. But why would Marvel want to take that idea from you? I, I only see this as a way for Marvel to get ideas because they're running out of it. Yeah, no, I can totally, I can totally see that. So, which is why you have all these restrictions. They have a brand to protect, and if they, for some reason, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, there's some sort of clause that you need to sign saying that anything that you make is the property of Marvel and can be used by them at any time. I guarantee. Oh, yeah, you. absolutely. Kind of like um uh, the whole thing with Venom, right? Venom was initially a fan creation, and Marvel purchased it and. Probably gave the yeah, guy Mar- three pennies. Marvel and- purchased it for $20. Yeah. Yep. So that's what they're doing here. I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised by all, any of the restrictions. If, if I were actually working for Marvel, I wouldn't want to set a theme park part of it in anything but Disney World because I'm owned by Disney. Right. The other uh, really weird restriction they had was uh, sensationalism, and, and especially when it comes to different creatures. And one of them is killer bees. Cannot talk about well, killer bees. Well, are, bees are disappearing at an alarming rate. Uh, yeah, I don't really care. I don't like bees. Bees can die. It's fine with me. We'll have, ro- we'll have robot. We'll have robot. No, we'll have robot bees. Everything will be fine. Uh, I don't I don't believe but, that. But what do you think? I know that this is obviously a, a, a grab that Marvel will see some fans kind of creation or storyline or something or some kind of fan art, right? And because they're using this Marvel service, they'll be like, ooh, thank you. And, and they'll take it. But at the same time, for people who want to kind of give to the Marvel community and kind of want to let some of their creative forces out, I mean, is this all good? I mean, is this all bad? What, what's what's the verdict here on a, on a guy who likes comic books? As a guy who likes comic books, it's good because that means that if Marvel does take some of this information, it means I might actually get some fresh new stories and ideas. As a person who would contribute now i'm not saying i would ever contribute but if i were a contributor this is bad it's absolutely bad it's the freaking it's like bill finger all over again because they can take my idea and never give me a job and say this is ours now you used our app and our characters to do it so this is this is a, a good good news bad news i guess well then what's what's the silver lining what's the good part for this i know you just said that the maybe you'll get lining, some new I mean, the silver lining as a creator is that my ideas get out there, right? And if you're you're truly want to create something, that's all you want is you want your story to be told, right? So it, any medium that I can do that through is a plus. But the bad news is that if they say, hey, that's a great idea, we don't need to give you a dime for it, that's a problem. Now, knowing that it, it's Disney and that it's Marvel and this is huge conglomerate and they're kind of reaching out to the community for this, do you see any potential for people to get a job or an opportunity to, to sit down at the table with Marvel at all? Or is this just really, hey, thanks for your great ideas and minds now? 
Uh, I don't run a multi-million dollar company, but what? maybe. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I don't run a multi-million dollar company. Well, you we, we have that palatial estate. How do you explain that? Yeah, I, I always I always thought it was like a Getty thing, right? You just, you know. It, listen, it, it's, it, it's really complicated, and it involves a lot of shell corporations with money <laughs> that's not mine. I, right. I, let, I let my accountant, Bernard, handle all of that. I, I just live in the place. I don't pay for it. <laughs> This is this is news to me. News to me that the blockbuster that is inside your palatial state is not fully one hundred percent yours. I'm hurt. I'm betrayed. It's, it's mine right here. I am right very my, curious right to heart, see. My friend. Right now, it, it is it is it's just been announced, right? So it isn't fully come to fruition, and they're still working out some of the the finer details. Uh, listen, the restrictions are practical. I mean, you looked at when Sony leaked their information. And Marvel had a whole list of guidelines too, and Sony did as well as like what Peter Parker can and cannot do. Uh, this isn't the first time we've heard like crazy, outrageous things, with the exception maybe of Killer Bees and Ibuprofen. Um, yeah, they they have a brand. They want to right. maintain that brand. And talking about vitamins is dangerous. And and but well, the thing think about it this way: even if Marvel never takes the this, the ideas, their characters are being used. Oh yeah, for I get it. Something. Yeah. So if, if they we, have a brand to protect. Absolutely, I, I understand it. I, I really do. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding around. Uh, I think this is a cool thing. Obviously, use this at your own risk. Just know that anything you create with this could totally be taken by Marvel and used for their own purposes. So just, just be aware of that fact. Uh, but if, if again, if you're creative enough uh, and you have the the capabilities, go make your own thing. Right. I'd love to see anything that, that you guys make. And if you have a nerdy outlet and you want to make comics, I'd love to see them. I'd love to read them. So send them over our direction. Uh, we'll definitely take a peek at them. In this same vein, I highly recommend you both go on Hulu and watch Batman and Bill. Oh, I heard about this with uh, Kevin Smith was talking about the other. Fan, it's a fantastic documentary about the true creator of Batman and how he got screwed, essentially. Right. Um, they've only just very, started putting his name on. They just started putting his name in the comic books in the in the credits of the movies, right? As as of 2016, I think they did but it on. I think they did it in Justice League, didn't they? They did. It started with Batman v Superman, though. Um, but this guy who truly did all the heavy lifting when creating Batman didn't see any anything for it didn't get any recognition didn't get a dime for it well it, it, it's really heartbreaking it's great documentary watch it it's funny that you bring up dc because that is our next bit of news and that there is a new guy in charge of warner brothers uh dc superhero kid films. on the black walter hamada <laughs> uh, is an incoming what? executive who will be running the dc movie universe by the way they came out and said the dceu is not not a thing now it's it's just like the dc universe like i'm so confused as what they call this so whatever uh so this is another creative just coming in and they think that this is going to fix everything and i thought we had it with jeff johns working with everybody i mean we we got rid of Zack snyder for you know his his, his personal reasons uh, just they're trying to do anything to 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 make this universe a success, this gentleman, right? The he is the executive producer of The Conjuring uh, and Annabelle, and of It, and It has just outperformed even Justice League. I think Justice League only did like six hundred million dollars worldwide, uh, and It has been just raking in the money left and right. So, I did think you see It? I I did not because that's it not was my really movie. good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not my movie. I'll never see it. It was really good. Uh, but they're they're I, I get is another executive the right answer to this like it, just bringing another guy who does no. who's done low budget movies to, to to get high revenue like is that the right way? Didn't I say this like two three weeks ago? The problem has never been at the at the director level or at Jeff Johns's level, the consultant level. It, it's at the studios level. The right, studios would it, just go hands off for a little bit. Well, they had the right people in place. I heard the I heard the opposite when it came to Suicide Squad, right? Is that they had a vision, they had the creative staff, but then the executives came in and said, "Well, can we tweak this and can we change that because of Batman versus Superman? We really want to do this." And the studio and the executives, right? These people were the ones who were were twisting and turning all the knobs, and, and they they messed up what could have been a good movie. And instead, was a dumpster fire. So. Uh, I guess their thing is this. No, no, no. No, I like Suicide Squad. It wasn't as big a dumpster fire as you're making it out to be. I, I disagree, but that's fine. I know I'm in a minority when it comes to that. Regardless, I mean, it, it wasn't that that big of a dumpster fire. And, and let's face it. It was Justice financially. League, no, it wasn't. 
It made it made like at least six hundred mil. Right. That's that's the same as Justice League, and they're calling Justice League a failure. Right, but the difference is that the marketing budget. You're right. Okay, okay. Suicide Squad cost maybe 150 mil to make, and Justice League cost almost 400 mil to make. All right, we got got some profit off. That's the difference. But uh, what do you think about this? This, I mean, uh, the thing that I also have been graving about was the way that Fox was going to that they were they were taking the the X Men franchise into that horror film, and we talked about maybe doing genre films more. uh, Working out, Uh, this is an executive producer who is focused on horror franchises. And just like we always talk about, horror movies cost a nickel to make and just rake in a ton of money. Yeah, that's so great. Th- He'll be able to balance the books perfectly. But he's still uh, – now, I don't know anything about the guy. But, I mean, you need to have somebody who is a fan of the source material to really make this happen. And, now, And he has pledged that he's going to work very closely with Jeff Johns on this, that he is going to lean on him right. and make him a collaborator cool. for this. But that's what they said and, last time for the last exam. No, that's not what they said the last time. The last time I was like, oh, we brought Jeff Johns in to consult. Okay. If if he says, hey, it's going to be me and Jeff Johns at the head of the table, I, I'm good with it. That's that's great. Well, he's that's just saying I'm going right to heavily consult with Jeff Johns. He's not saying right, he's going to be my right-hand man. I'm going to heavily consult with Jeff Johns, but I don't have to listen to a freaking word he says. That's the problem. Uh, we'll right. see. I mean, a new, a new guy in charge seems accurate. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't have I don't have many other thoughts. They they need to go another direction. I don't really care about whether he's a fan or not. I just need to see the first product or two that yeah. that he that he puts out there. So, uh, you know, I'm okay. I I think I've said enough times is it a comic book movie? <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, give me all the comic book movies. All of them, all the time. Look, I I mean, it's no secret here. Justice League, was, in my opinion, was total garbage. Yes? Yeah. Uh, however, I've pre-ordered it on iTunes because my 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 kids like it. So, like, it, I'm still going to own it. I own Wonder Woman. I, you know, really, I don't watch it. They do. But I have it. Right. And and just in the same vein, you guys didn't like Suicide Squad, and I've watched that several times. I own if it's a comic book movie, including including Ant-Man. I own that <laughs> shit. Right. Okay. Even though it's garbage, I own it. Yeah. Because it's a comic book movie. And and that's who I am. I'm I'm in the same boat. I own them all too. No, well, I have some strong I mean, feelings about them. Clearly. See, clearly. I, see, I, I'm the nerd that doesn't, right? I'm not the one who's buying these these movies. A whole you bunch don't of. buy shit. You're not. You can't be considered. Unless for, you can illegally right. stream it or mooch off your brother, you don't get it. We, <laughs> hey, I pay <laughs> for right. Netflix now. But I pay for the Netflix. $2, $2. $2. Let's not revisit <laughs> yes, that conversation. It's three because they upped it a dollar. Oh, 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 really tightening the old uh, purse strings there. <laughs> the old boot straps. The thing is this, uh, bottom line for me, I, I, I am not a fan of the DC movies. The last two, I, I've left very angry after seeing them. I really am on record saying I'm not sure if I'm going to see the next one in theaters right away. I'll probably see it. because Nobody believes that you're not going to use your multi-pass to go but, see But listen, it. if I'm going to see a superhero movie, I want to see it in the big the big formats, right? I've seen IMAX. I want to see it all that way. Uh, and I want to see it opening weekend. And just when it comes to DC, with the exception of Wonder Woman, uh, I'm not in the mood to rush to the theater. Like I'm not in the mood to up, uproot my my movie schedule and my family to, to go see it. So hopefully this will bring some new life into it. We'll, we'll totally see. All right. Well, rounding out today is uh, one of my favorite little hobbies is to go around the Internet and find the weird, find the obscure, and, of course, ask for a tech perspective. No? Nothing? Really thought we uh, t- took a week off and uh, totally gave up on the theme song. Okay. So CES 2018. CES 2018 is coming up in the wonderful city of Las Vegas. Uh, if you're not familiar with CES, it is the Consumer Electronics Show. It is basically like the World's Fair now, but all about technology. Yep. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are getting announced there, a lot of things that have kind of been buzzing. Josh, you threw in a topic here of stuff in CES that we're going to care about. Uh, I'd love to kind of hear what, what, what you found and uh, talk a little bit about it. Well, the... <sighs> The thing that I saw is essentially that 
IoT is going to be the the big thing at CES. IoT, I, I, if you've been under a rock, Internet of Things. So everything that has to do with controlling your home. If you ever hear smart and then blank, that's Every, a yeah, Internet smart, of Things. Smart X, right? Yep. Anything from entertainment to lighting to cars toasters network appliances locks or heat air conditioning you name it it's all iot everything is iot and I, I will tell you that in the past uh 12 months at retail and you can see it in any in any large format retailer you walk into doesn't matter if it's Walmart or Target or Best Buy or is there are there more than that? I'm not sure. But any any sort of large format retailer you walk into, all of them have focused on IoT. All of them have set up specific four, eight, 16 foot sections, dedicated specific displays, hired third party help, whatever. Right. To, to get people buying IOT because it's a it's a return business type of product um, and, and and most people can't just do it on their own right requires additional setup and services which is a big revenue generator for retailers uh, you know Best Buy's in that game and not so much Target or Walmart but the the thing about IOT that makes it so interesting is that both Android and Apple are sort of heavily entrenched. Apple with HomeKit, by the way, uh, is brilliant. Everything I use on HomeKit works seamlessly. But probably most people are more familiar with the Amazon Echo and all of its integration in IoT. And, and while I don't really subscribe to those sort of devices being a good standalone IoT thing, I, I really think it, it deserves and, and needs a a a more capable network and more more uh intuitive sort of design like an iOS or Android interface which uh Amazon doesn't have right. but all of those things this is CES is uh, I, I mean I'm hoping and I'm from what I'm reading they're talking about it being a, a there's going to be several companies making a big splash in IoT this is exciting stuff and and for for all the listeners these are the things that and a long time ago, you know, we talked about take your time back and or take back your time. I can't remember the the phrase that I, that I had used, but I think it was take back your time. But th this this IOT absolutely everything about IOT is a time saver. A a anytime you you are able to control your entire home, you know, at the touch of a finger in your hand. Or sometimes not even having to do the the work, right? Having the device do it for you. Yes, or 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 by the sound of your voice, or more importantly, uh, in this case, like when you think about IoT, the the simp some of the simplest wrinkles are used by location on your phone. You have an app on your phone. You allow it to use your location all the time. You pull into the driveway and. Certain lights in your home turn on. Yep. So, you know, a certain a certain temperature setting turns on. That's IoT. And I gotta tell you guys, this is interesting, interesting stuff. I know, I know I'm 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 nerdgasming just a little bit. I'll try not to get any of it on you. But <laughs> it's well, here's the other thing though. When it comes to like CES with this stuff, this goes from Things that were initially when they la launched as lap of luxury and really just, oh, maybe one day we'll, we'll get this to, hey, this becomes a little more affordable. This becomes a little more mass production. This is people getting some smart lights in their homes, but also like now getting your toaster oven involved in the, in the deal uh, and making major appliances uh, connected with that, which all means that uh, this becomes a little easier for people to just grasp onto. So when it's time to replace uh, your toaster oven or when it's time to get a whole new TV set up, you're looking around to say, oh, okay, well, what can what can enhance that experience? And that's really cool to see, yes, that they're, they're going to show this off to the masses. This is not for the millionaires uh, of the world. This is going to be down for it's people for who to spend a few extra bucks. Yeah. It's for everybody. And it's going to work with everything you own, and it's going to work with stuff that you that you already own. Right? You don't necessarily have to buy yeah, new things. Buy a there, are, stuff. Right. there will be ways to integrate at least some of your existing equipment, and that's pretty amazing. Now, beyond 
IoT, the other thing that you're going to hear about uh, from CES is, believe it or not, 5G wireless <sighs> technology. Not where well, we're all 4G LTE on our phones. You can see it. 5G is coming. Uh, you're going to hear about it a lot from CES. Um, and, and, you know, frankly, I, look, if you're going to improve my speeds, my connectivity, uh, I'm, I'm down for it. So just give me whatever. If 5G, give me. I don't care. Just give me the thing with 5G. And this is my nerd rant and I'll keep it very short is right now. There, there actually is a, a commission, a, a actually governing body that says what 4G is, what 5G is, what are the technical requirements and just you know, like how can people say we have 5G? Like right now, Verizon and AT&T are saying we have 5G. And this is this is literally a flashback to when we had 4G. There are four different ways to do it. And no one had the way. Uh, so 5G, in my opinion, for this year, unless this commission comes out and gets some guidelines, is going to be a huge buzzword that may change. Like, oh, it's 5G, but, you know, it's it's not the real 5G yet. So uh, it's going to come out. It, things are going to be there. I'm hoping it's going to push these people to actually set the rules the, so we actually can get it. The initial speculation is a go live in 2019. And, That's what I need. I'm and, fine with and that. Cover, and covering the top 20% of the population by 2023. Let's let's and, let's and start look, let's start it here's, now. Here's the thing: living living in the Philly metro area, that's a good thing for us. Yeah, uh, living in the New York metro area, that's a good thing. But but most most people, you know, sort of everywhere in between the two coasts, and and not including Chicago or Texas or Miami, probably gonna have to wait a little while. The other, I have two other things that uh, are going to be pretty big in, in CES, in my opinion. Uh, one of them is uh, we're going to see VR kind of uh, go take a back seat for a little bit. VR, VR gonna is going to die, is what you're saying. And we're going to see AR take over, right? We're going to see augmented VR reality. VR is going to go the way of of 3D TVs. Uh. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I think that's fair to say. VR is going to die. VR is going to go the way to the 3D TVs. Uh, AR is going to be more prominent. I mean, just you, you look at AR Kit, you look at fucking how popular Pokemon Go was. It, it's going to take over a little bit more. I think you're going to see some more stuff that way, which would be cool. The other thing is, I think you're going to see more wearables getting really serious uh, in, in health and just also just the way that they're going to be marketed. Yeah. I think, but not be, but not Jawbone wearable. <laughs> not not Jawbone. No, absolutely not Jawbone. But I think you're going to see maybe even some of these like AR glasses also have health applications to them. I think you're going to see glucose they're going to be, meters. They're going to be Sonic. They're going to be Sonic. Sonic. I think you're going to see Sonic AR glasses, right? That that also tell you uh, your health and uh, your browser history. Don't look at the browser history. <laughs> Very important. The, the the Google Glass, the Google Glass thing with the with the you know filter off search <laughs> yeah. lemon party play on repeat. Right. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, I, I think a lot of people now are becoming extremely health conscious because of like the Apple Watch and Fitbit. And I think you're going to see blood pressure monitors, glucose, medical band alerts, SOS things uh, kind of filtering into your everyday uh, tech products, which I, think I don't I don't think we need better wearables. I don't think we need different wearables. I need I think we need the current wearables to do a better job. I, I agree. Apple Watch and uh, some of the Android wear stuff is is really advanced. I think the affordable ones are severely lacking. And, and I think this is where companies like Google and Apple will go, that sounds like a good idea. Buy that company, please. And just <laughs> that's what they do. And that's just, why they go to CES. That's why they go to, to CES. They just go to Apple. CES to buy. Right. They just go to CES to buy. So I think it's very interesting. Now, Brian, you have been obviously very quiet. And I know maybe this isn't exactly your 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 field at all. So I mean, does anything of what we're talking about excite you? Does any of that seem promising or cool or interesting at all? IoT should excite you, Brian. Will IoT uh, help me run my Foldy Mate? Yes. Yes. Your Foldy Mate has board. to. <laughs> it may also. It may also. Keep your very few cats in check. Oh, that's even better. There's very few of them, CJ. Wait, wait, hold on. I know there was cats, but uh, what? What's uh, like? No, no, no. There's, a, there's there, no, no, no. The ratio of cats to males is very low. Oh, good. Whew. I was scared Will for a moment. Will IoT allow me to have like a Roomba with a spray bottle on it to spray said cats? <laughs> <with? laughs> You'd have to uh, configure a robotic arm to do. The I'm job. sure you can get a Raspberry Pi to do that. I, uh, I can make that happen. And, and yeah. listen, as CES rolls around and as it gets closer, some news is going to break. There's going to be a lot of talking about uh, technology there. So prepare yourself for some some more tech perspective uh, in the coming weeks, uh, especially uh, after CES. CES is next week. <sighs> CES. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we not doing if, that? If you're listening right now, CES is happening Starting. this week. Yeah, it's going on. 
So prepare. It's going to be great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the show that we have for this week. I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. I, again, I really want to express this. If you have something creative uh, that you want to share with us or you have an idea for something and you want our feedback on it, we would absolutely love to help you just just share your passion with the world. That's what this website, that's what this podcast is all about. So please reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter uh, at that kind of nerd. Uh, show us your art, show us your work, and we'd love to be involved in your creative process. I want to thank Josh and Brian for being here, and we will see you all next week and until may the then be with you may all. the sloth be with you yeah if you love comics and sci-fi and technology television video games and fantasy well take a listen to our show i'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree like that martha as a plot point was just too absurd and Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. Felt good. Think good. It feels me. good. Feels good. It's good. It's good. Good. All right. So we're, uh, we're winging it today. Here we go. I can't. I can't watch things while on the plane. I will. I will vomit. But do you, can you watch things in a car? No, I, I'm. I get bad motion sickness. It's weird. No, it's, it's not. It's science. I, it's called motion sickness. <laughs> I don't know. If it, I don't. <laughs> All right. Do you know what causes motion sickness? Because it is science. Sure, it's something with your inner ear and some fluids. No. 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 Are you ready? Go for it. Let, All right. I, I, just be. Science. Just. Just be careful because I don't think your insurance covers blown minds. So what uh, motion sickness occurs when your eyes don't perceive that you are moving, but your brain does. So in a plane or in a car, your brain is feeling the shifts of, you know, G-force on it and saying, oh, we're moving. But your eyes look around and you're pretty much stationary and your eyes are like, well, we're not moving. This is weird. So your brain interprets that as saying, oh, shit, someone must have poisoned you. I need to get the poison out. And that's why you vomit. <laughs> Look it up. That's exactly what motion sickness uh, Wow. Is. I did not know that. And now and I do. You are welcome. The more you know. You, you tell the jokes. I sing the songs and get the girls. <laughs> no, okay. All right. That makes sense. No, it's the other way around. I tell the jokes. I, you sing the songs and get the girls. But, but I, I sing. I, I tell jokes, too. My jokes are funny. But you have the palatial estate. That's how you get the... I don't like the fact that you guys are trying to put me in a box. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs>